Welcome to the totally independent, completely unofficial, not even in the same state as the Indianapolis Colts, Colts Podcast. Coming to you from the land of brisket and barbecue, Lone Stars and Longhorns, where some cowboys wear hats and others wear helmets. This is the Unstable Blues with Liam and Kevin Hall. Well, the Niners got it done in what seemed to be kind of a repeat of last year's wildcard matchup. We will talk about the Niners-Cowboys game, look ahead to the Niners' trip to Philly to play the Eagles, and have another edition of the Colts Corner, plus picks for Championship Sunday. So here we go. Yes, that is correct. The Niners got it done. We have a special guest with us uh, this whole episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, your sister, my yep. daughter, one of them. Kenna is back with us. Howdy. There you go. She's here. Uh, I have gotten some questions about this whole idea of why I'm a Niners fan. People know me more as a Colts fan, so I wanted to take this a second to explain. Okay, so um, growing up, the Colts were not good. The Colts always had the early game because they never had any primetime games or anything because they were not good. And so my Sundays consisted of watching the early game with the Colts. And after the Colts lost, I would then continue watching football. And it was this was the late 80s, early 90s. And the Niners were on because the Niners were always really good. So I remember uh, at sunset out there on the West Coast uh, watching the Niners game. Uh, and it was uh, a lot of fun, so I just kind of gravitated toward that Montana Rice uh, era Niners, and it just kind of never left me. So it's always kind of been my NFC team. So there you go. I got a letter rip for you. You ready? Yes, hit me. Did the Niners win or did the Cowboys lose? I think... If you put it that way. See, I never thought of it that way. Well, you understand what I mean, right? Yeah. There's sometimes where a team can win and sometimes where the other team loses. I feel like the Cowboys lost three reasons. Okay. I'll make them as quick as possible. One, that last play. I don't know what Ezekiel was doing a snapper. (laughs) I know that last play doesn't do anything, but still, that can kind of sum up the game for two. Okay. The penalties. Yeah. They were all legit penalties. There was just too much of them. Yep. Three, the Niners didn't play good offense, at least in the first half. Not okay. really good defense in the first quarter. All right. The Cowboys did not capitalize on that. They didn't take as many points as they could have. All right. What about that shaky move of Mitchell running out of bounds late um, in the game? I feel like if he stayed in bounds, they wouldn't have had to punt that ball. Yeah. If he stayed in bounds, that would have run more clock down. Yeah. And then they could have just gotten a first down, probably not even a first down, and they would have been fine. Situational football, I doubt that he would ever do something like that again. I think he did it that one time, and he's going to get a talking to this week by the coaching staff. It'll never happen again. Uh, Some stats from the game. We got Purdy had – Purdy went 19 for 29, uh, 214 yards with an 87.4 rating. Pretty solid. Um, 113 total rush yards yep. between Mitchell, CMC, Debo, Husecheck, and Purdy. Yep, Five just uh, kind of spreading it around. Yeah. Uh, Kittle 
had five catches for 95 yards. That is really good. Yep. Wow. Uh, Debo had five for 45. Yep. Fred Warner with nine tackles, one for a loss, and an interception. Jimmy Ward had seven tackles with one for a loss. And Gould was gold, as always, four of four for the field goals and one of one on the extra points. Yep. Not a big shocker there. Nope. Um, Doesn't miss in the playoffs. He really doesn't. Uh, So, what would you think of the game, Kenna? I thought it was good, but I'm really looking forward to the next one, too. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, Mayflower move. Uh, As our guest, you get to go first. Select your Mayflower move, Kenna. Okay. The first interception by Lenore, right? Yep. Lenore, because it just really kicked off the game. That was like, that's what got you excited, what got you on the edge of your seat. I thought that was good. Yeah, yeah. Liam. Um, I'd say my Mayflower move just with how big of a day George Kittle had. And I loved that bobbling catch. And the way he reacted afterwards was the best. He got super hyped about it. And it was it was awesome to watch that. The Niners already have a play called the catch. So what do you call that one? The catch 2.0. How about the bobble? I like that. How about the juggle catch? Something like good. that. Yeah. Something Bobbed. like that. It's got to be something like that. Bobbed. Bobbed. Yeah. My Mayflower move was uh, Fred Warner's interception that led to the gold is gold field goal right before halftime, I yeah. think. Uh, because at that point, I was getting a little worried. The Cowboys started get, putting some stuff together, mm-hmm. driving a little bit. Sure. Uh, Warner took it away uh, inside the red zone, ran it back. Uh, the Niners put together some plays and got a field goal right before half. So yeah. uh, I thought that was that kind of, and then that ended up being a nine-six halftime score. Mm-hmm. Put them ahead right before halftime. Kind of gave them that whatever they needed uh, for the second half. Yeah, Keno, who's your star of the game? Greenlaw because of the defense with um, number Warner. Yeah, with yep. Warner. Yep, yep, good, good there. Liam? Uh, the big day he had, George Kittle, the juggle catch. I mean, what more do I have to say? Yep, I, I agree. Uh, five for 95, and that doesn't even uh, get to all of the blocking that he always does oh, all yeah. the time. For sure. Mine would be Fred Warner. Uh, if nothing else, just for uh, in the third quarter, it was defending the C.D. Lamb down the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came on a, on a slot corner blitz, which left uh, C.D. Lamb in the slot wide open, and Warner was at the line of scrimmage, had to sprint back, and still uh, got enough coverage on Lamb that he couldn't make the catch. So, uh, obviously, yeah. he had the, and the interception. He had uh, all the tackles, and, uh, and he's just kind of like the heartbeat of that defense quite a bit. So, um, there you go. Yeah. Now they got another game. Who's the next game against, Kenna? Eagles. Mm-hmm. Is it bad enough that now they play another NFC East team? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, what are some keys to the game for you, Liam? Um, uh, I feel like this is going to be who gets the ball rolling first. Okay. I feel like the Niners need to start off with a strong 
whether they get the ball first, I think they need to come off, get a touchdown first drive. Uh, if they're on defense first, I need, I think maybe go for a turnover. If not three and out, then get your good offensive drive in. I feel like you need to get that ball going, um, exploit their defensive line. Mm -hmm. I noticed that, um, the way that they got, the way that the Cowboys messed the Niners up is that D line, they had a really good D line and Michael Parsons was on Trent Williams, their best offensive lineman. So like, um, Demarcus Lawrence was able to get in there, um, but I noticed the Eagles don't have that strong of a defensive line. So I feel like maybe you design some plays that maybe take a little bit longer to um, that take longer to um, like design the routes and progress through the field. I feel like they can do some of those longer type of plays with that D line and open up more stuff. All right, Kenna, what do you think the Niners have to do? To win the game. Mm. Defense. Like, defense is just, like, a huge thing. Because, like, offense on the other team is how they score points. So, yeah, just really good defense. Good defense. And also, like, uh, in the last episode I was in with Malia, they didn't score. No points scored other than uh, field goals. Okay. So, like, if they don't score any points, like, on... You know, uh, offense, field goals yep. are there too. So. Gotcha. So the Niners get field goals and, you know, they got one of the best in the biz, uh, especially in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He doesn't miss. Gold is gold. Um, so I was looking at some keys to the game and I went back to an unlikely but familiar place to research. The fewest points scored by the Jalen Hurts Eagles this year was against what team, Liam? The Colts. Exactly. Only scored 17 points, still won the game, but only scored 17 points. Here is my key, because Jalen Hurts is like, like he's the guy you got to worry about. He's got a rocket for an arm, but he can, if nobody's open, he's just going to split you down the middle of your pocket and, you know, run for... 10, mm-hmm. 12, 15, 20 yards, right? Yeah. So, here's, I think, the key to the defense against Hurts. Pressure up the middle, tight pocket. Okay. Yeah. So, pressure up the middle with your defensive tackles, but keep the pocket skinny so he has nowhere to go except on the outside. If he's going to rush the outside, I'm fairly confident that Nick Bosa can run him down. Mm-hmm. Me so... Too. Uh, pressure up the middle, keep it skinny. Other than that, don't give up the big play to Sanders, Brown, or Goddard. That's the big uh, yeah. three you got to worry about For there. Sure. What are some matchups you're looking at, Liam? Um, I'm looking at that Darius Slay matchup against Ayuk. I don't think that Debo is going to be. He's not Darius Slay isn't going to be on Debo because of the passing plays that yeah. Ayuk had. Mm-hmm. I feel like if Kill maybe goes deeper. Darius might like switch off with someone. Um, also, the linebackers against CMC and Mitchell, as we saw last week, maybe they maybe they can run some dual running back type of stuff back there. Confuse that linebacking, run some option stuff between the two. Yeah, Kenna, what player are you looking forward to seeing the most for the Niners? 
their quarterback because I guess like I expected a little bit more from the Niners quarterback this last game and I didn't see it so I'm excited to see what he's gonna do all right um I am gonna go uh with Kittle versus CJ Gardner Johnson I think that that's gonna be kind of a matchup to watch uh, as it gets a little bit deeper down the field, down that seam. Uh, and then uh, I'm also looking at uh, Ward versus A.J. Brown, right? Looking at their uh, uh, their top receiver against uh, our top corner. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I was looking at. So that's how the Niners did on the field. But how are the Colts doing off of it? We're back, and it's time for another episode of the Colts Corner. And uh, started off with uh, congratulations to Dallas Flowers. He was named the kick returner for the all-rookie team. Okay. Led the league in return average with 31.1 yards per return and finished fourth in return yards total with 715. And he only took over halftime Week 12. Can you imagine what would have happened if he was there the whole time? He might have broken Devin Hester's record. We got, I mean, he might have had some records in store. Mm-hmm. Uh, he might have some records in store. Undrafted guy. Uh, and uh, so a lot to, more in store for him as a rookie. Head coach. Okay. Here's the interviews we got. The, these are the interviews that have been done already okay yeah in addition to what we've already talked about okay jeff saturday rich bisacci the green bay special teams guy uh also was the raiders interim last year and took him to the uh to the playoffs over 20 years of experience for him uh dan quinn the cowboys defensive coordinator also the former falcons head coach might have a little bit of history in that right in there. Uh-huh. That's what I'm thinking. I got a question for you here in a second about that. Okay. Uh, Brian Callahan, the Bengals offensive coordinator. Don Martindale, the Giants defensive coordinator. And the Giants offensive coordinator, Mike Kafka. Those are added to all of the other interviews. So we got 13 interviews done and at least one more to go. One of those guys is out because he's going back to the Lions um, and D'Amico Ryans was a little busy this week. Yes. Now we start second interviews. Here's the second interviews lined up for this week. There's more? Yeah. Those interviewers must be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> second interviews with Saturday and Quinn and Ivaro this week. Okay. So, since there's a second interview with Dan Quinn... My question to you, if Dan Quinn gets the job, what's going to happen to Matt Ryan? Um, I feel like he's staying in town. I feel like maybe what could happen is they draft a quarterback. That I, they better draft a quarterback. If they don't, I'm going to be sad. <laughs> um, they might. They're going to keep Matt Ryan. I'd advise them not to make him the starter. But with him being former head coach, former Falcons head coach, they might make him starter. Have the rookie train for one year underneath Matt. But I think that Matt's sticking around. 
Better I would, draft quarterback. I would, Liam's going to be sad if you don't draft that quarterback. Yep, you got to do it. You got to do it. I would say roughly the same thing. I don't know, but if Dan Quinn is around, I think Matt Ryan is staying. Uh, and it may not be a bad financial decision either because mm-hmm. I don't know who you're going to get him to where you can get all $12 million back if, uh, you know, maybe even half of that may not be possible. If you had your pick of coaching candidates thus far, who would you pick? Um, I was debating this. I was thinking either I think our defense is good. I want to keep Gus Bradley around. He did really well for our defense. Um, I was thinking more of an offensive mind. So I was I looked at the Bengals and the Giants offensive coordinator. All right, and then I looked at what team, what team are they coaching right now that fits our offense. And we don't have a super stud wide receiver and a really good second wide receiver. And, but we do have a really good running back. Maybe not the greatest line, but that can be fixed. So I was thinking Giants offensive coordinator. Yeah. Because we have Jonathan Taylor and they don't have super big um they don't have super big wide receivers, nor do we. And then they they have a mobile quarterback, I think if we draft CJ Stroud, we'll have a mobile quarterback. So I think our teams will be fairly similar. I would say that the one thing missing from the Colts is uh, cutting edge play calling, scheming, and things like that. And so I would say my pick is Eric Bieniemy from the Chiefs. Okay. I think that would be who I would pick because I think we need to push – further into this new NFL. Mm-hmm. And uh, what better way to do that than with uh, a student of Andy Reid who has had Patrick Mahomes at his disposal for the last several years. You ready? Free agency. Okay. I'm going to give you positions. you got to rank the needs. I need you to come up with the top needs for the Colts to go out and get uh, in free agency. Okay. In no particular order. Here's the things I'm thinking. D-line, linebacker, DB, running back, O-line, wide receiver, quarterback. In free agency, what do you think are the top needs for the Colts to get out and get some? I think our running back is good. We we got uh, JT, Deion Jackson, and Moss. Moss performed pretty well that last bit of the season. Um, linebackers are good. I think if we let go Bobby, like I've been saying, we have, yeah. we still have Shaq, Zaire, and EJ. We gotta sign EJ. He's still gonna be a free agent too. Well, but yep, I'm with you. Um, D line depends on Unique, but I think there are bigger needs than that. Um, our defensive backs. I feel like if everyone comes back healthy, we'll have a strong young defensive back core. Okay. Um, quarterback we're gonna get in the draft. Okay. So what do we need? Offensive line, and I don't know about multiple wide receivers, but we need a veteran wide receiver. Okay. All right. I'm with you. I'm going to go O-line, wide receiver, and I'm going to throw in DB because uh, as we got toward the end of the season, we had some injuries and stuff like that, and we ran a little thin um, at experience in the DB area. So that's where I'm going. Okay. Kenna, what are your thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's, do you know what a DB is? Um, is the last word backer? 
It is. Um, no, I don't know what the first one is, but I know what the last one is. Defensive backer, basically a safety or a cornerback. They cover the wide receivers. I know what safety is. We talked about that in the last segment. I remember that. Yep, they cover the wide receivers. What's it? What's an O line? I don't know. Offensive line. Offensive line. All right, offensive line. Yep. Defensive, defense backer. Defensive back. De- defensive back. De- defensive yep. back. What's a what's a QB? QB quarterback. Oh yeah. Yeah. Football words. I know what that one is. Awesome. Well, upcoming episodes, we will take a look at who might be available at some of those positions. But next time. But next, it's time to see our positions on our picks. Okay, we're back. First, before we make our picks, mm-hmm. we gotta take a look at the past. We, I guess so. Yeah. I, I guess we need to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did a little better. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I, I, I did a little better as well. Uh, yeah, you did. Let's see these picks. Alright. Uh, we both picked the Chiefs over the Jaguars. We got that one, right? Both picked Eagles over the Giants. Both got that one. Yep. Uh, I picked the Bills. I picked the Bengals. And that went my direction. Yep. We both picked the Niners over the Cowboys. And that worked out too. Yes. Go that Niners. Be- that means that uh, I am now 69, 35, and 1. And I am 70, 34, and 1. I took my first lead of the whole season. I'm not letting it go. Three more games left. And we will see how it goes. For much of this year... Uh, has not been what we expected as the uh, in the league. But the playoffs have been full of rematches. There's another one this week, and three of the four teams that are playing this week were here in the same spot last year. Okay, so this uh, playoff picks thing is something that actually our whole family uh, does every single year. And uh, so... Wanted to pull in. Uh, we are actually blessed to have last year's winner with us. <laughs> Collier, say hi. Hi. All right. So uh, it's not the pick six because we only got two games. So uh, we brought in four people to pick the two games, which results in six. So maybe it is a pick six. There we go. A little update on where we are. Right now, with our family picks, uh, in last place is last year's champion. Disappointed. Uh, And then uh, in third place of the four of us here, in third place of the four of us here is me. And then in second place is Kenna. Yeah. And in first place with only one loss, in the playoffs is Liam. Yeah, it's insane what, what will happen if you actually like pay attention to the whole NFL. So, uh, wow, like I don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, um, the first game, uh, we'll, the last year's champion will get to go first. Uh, Niners and Eagles. Who you got, Collier? 49ers. Why? Because they have a new rookie quarterback and some good defensive line c- coach. And they destroy Eagles and other games. And the Cowboys. All right. Kenna? 
Niners, Eagles. Niners, do you want me to explain why? Of course I do. Okay. The reason why is because I have a reputation with the people I socialize with. Oh. And I am going Niners all the way. All right. How's that reputation going? (laughs) Pretty well so far. Pretty well so far. Do they enjoy the fact that you like the Niners? No. (laughs) So you're sticking to it. Yes. uh, Just to go against them. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. Niners. And I'm shaky on it. I I am too. It's 50-50. I'm like, with the way the Niners performed against the Cowboys, kind of shaky for me. It was um, with the way the Cowboys have performed against the Eagles. The Eagles obviously won those. But I feel like it's different. You can't, in this stage in the playoffs, you mm-hmm. can't put, like, you can't compare that type of stuff. Nope. I did that with the Bucks and the Cowboys, and look where I got me. I, that was my one loss. Yep. And so I'm going Niners for that. Eagles have the top offense. Niners have the top defense. What wins championships? Defense. So I'm going to go with that. Um, it's going to be an interesting game. Niners have a second defense. The number one defense is the Eagles. They have the number one defense. They have number one offense and defense. Yes. It's okay though. In your opinion. I was just studying football. <laughs> Alright. Uh, back to Collier for the next game. Bengals, Chiefs. Chiefs. And? Doesn't matter if Patrick Mahomes is injured or not. We got a bag of quarterback who did very good last game for... And there's no worries on the Chiefs. So All right. That's, okay. That's fair. All right. Uh, Kenna. Bengals. Okay. Why so? Because they won last year's Super Bowl. They made it to the Super Bowl. Oh, they made it to the Super Bowl. My bad. Yeah. yeah. The Chiefs last year. Yep. Three, two, one. Bengals. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, I mean, Joe, Bill- Joe Burrow is the killer. Uh, he is the true... Bengal Tiger and Mahomes is hurt and um what about backup quarterback that was that was a good drive but like that's not gonna happen the whole season especially against the Bengals but this is the last game before that was the Jaguars who was very good too no they weren't it was the Jaguars so that's what I'm going with. I, I, I don't, even if Pat, even if Pat A plays, I don't think he's going to be his normal self. And mm-hmm. the Bengals sure. got him last year, and the Bengals are kind of the Chiefs kryptonite. What do you think? I feel like you kind of compare their playoff game so far. Chiefs have only had one, and that was against, against that was against the Jaguars, and the Jaguars are, yeah, yeah they beat the Chargers, but the Chargers are also, yeah. Yeah. The Bengals beat the Bills 10 to 27 in Buffalo whenever it was snowing. Yep. So I'd say that's pretty much all you have to say. And what, like you said, Joe Burrow is a killer in the playoffs. Special thanks to Kenna and Collier for helping us out. You're welcome. Next week, we will discuss the results of the Niners Eagles game, take an early look at the big game, and have yet another edition of the Colts Corner. As we look forward to our off-season 
in a few weeks. I, feel, I still feel like I'm going to say Cole's Corner. So it should be like neon blue light that says Cole's Corner, blue couch, just us sitting there talking. I agree. I think it'll be very uninteresting. Two years down. Well, this is Liam. And this is Kevin. And Kenna. Reminding you to stay unstable.